Welcome to episode 53 of the Prestige Performance Podcast. My name is Jimmy Williams. I am a sports psychology consultant and a trainee cognitive behavioral psychotherapist. I shared a post on Instagram recently. It was about cognitive distortions. And after I got some messages from people who said they found it interesting and would I consider doing some more informational podcasts, maybe a shorter form of podcast in comparison to the interviews that I do. And I never really thought about it. And then I did think about it. And I thought it was actually a good idea. So I'm going to give it a go. Even though this is different, it's strange. I usually have someone to talk to. And I kind of feel like I'm sitting here talking to myself. So that's strange. But if you are some of those people who messaged me asking me to do more of this type of content, here you go. If you're someone who listens to me just for the interviews and you have absolutely no interest in this, that's cool too. I'll still do that. On Tuesday, I have a podcast with Nick Littlehales. He is an elite sleep recovery coach. He's worked with United. Arsenal, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Manchester City, England, Team Great Britain. And he is an expert in his field. And I'm really looking forward to that. So that's on Tuesday. Actually, Wednesday. I'm recording Tuesday. And I will share it Wednesday. But yeah. So this episode is about cognitive distortions. Thank you for listening. So I want to talk about cognitive distortions, which can be understood as unhelpful thinking styles. As humans, we interact with our world, the environment, with other people, maybe in work, with work colleagues, for example. We interpret these interactions. We interpret the environment around us. We try to make sense of what might be happening. And sometimes our brain gets it wrong and the thoughts our brain generates are basically inaccurate. They aren't true. So, for example, we might blame ourselves for things that are not actually our fault. We might ignore the good aspects of something and maybe we only focus on the negative parts. Or maybe we might jump to the worst possible conclusion and conclude that the absolute worst possible outcome is going to happen. Key point is cognitive distortions happen automatically. They can pop into our head, so we can't really control them. But if we don't start learning to notice them, well, they can have a really negative impact on our mood, our self-esteem, our relationships, and just general daily functioning, really. The idea of cognitive distortions, where did it come from? Well, it comes from the work of a guy called Aaron Beck. They form a crucial component of what is modern cognitive behavioural therapy. Research tells us that there is a relationship between cognitive distortions and depression and anxiety. In general, they are associated with poor mental health. So in my opinion, there's something that's important and it's important to be aware of them. So in this short podcast, I'm going to briefly chat about unhelpful thinking styles to be wary of. These are basically thoughts that cause us to perceive our reality inaccurately. So, cognitive distortion number one is called all or nothing thinking. 
This involves thinking in extremes. It's also known as black and white thinking. So for a person engaging in all or nothing thinking, they might perceive things as either totally good or totally bad. Perceiving things as either a success or a failure. An example of this might be a player who has given the ball away towards the end of a training session and maybe it led to the other team scoring a goal. So this person might think, well, I was crap tonight. Even if their ball retention throughout the session was pretty good, maybe they had completed 11 or 12 of the 15 previous passes they've attempted, but they focus on the bad one. It's called all or nothing thinking. Cognitive distortion number two is called overgeneralizing. Basically, this involves someone seeing a pattern based upon one single event. For example, maybe there is a game the weekend and maybe you didn't get picked. This person then might conclude that they will never be picked. So they're overgeneralizing. Cognitive distortion number three is one that most people listening to this podcast can probably relate to. I do it myself. Using should or must statements. Using words like should or must can actually make us feel bad. They can make us feel guilty. They can make us feel like we have already failed. Another key point is that if we apply should statements to others, it might lead to frustration on our part. For example, my boss should do this. My boss should treat me this way. And then when they don't, we might feel a bit frustrated. An example of a should statement might be, I don't know, let's think about a striker and he's going into a game thinking they should score or they must score. Then when they don't, they feel bad about themselves and their performance. Sometimes I meet people and they tell me they have to score. So I ask them what their goal is and they say, well, I have to score. Unfortunately, scoring is not always in our control. There are other factors. The goalkeeper might have the game of his life. I've seen it for the last 20 years as a United fan. Teams come to Old Trafford. Goalkeeper has the game of his life and United just can't score and it ends nil all. Other factors. The wind might blow the ball wide. It's not in our control. So rather than thinking in shoulds or have tos or musts, maybe you could try and focus on the parts of your performance that you do have control over like making correct runs into the correct areas, for example. But that's probably another podcast in itself. Cognitive distortion number four, mind reading. This is another one I would guess people might be able to relate to. I think if we're being honest with ourselves, most of us probably have done this. Basically, it's assuming we know what other people are thinking. Often we can jump to negative conclusions based on an interaction. Example might be you go into work, you meet your friend in work who is generally in good form and a really bubbly character. But today, maybe this person's a little more quiet than usual. You might assume, well, this person is annoyed at me. And you're racking your brain thinking, what did I do wrong? Did I upset my friend? Did I say something wrong? Think about it. Has that thought ever crossed your mind? It probably has. Cognitive distortion number five is called labeling. Labeling is pretty much what it says on the tin. 
It involves assigning labels to ourselves or other people. This label or judgment might be based on one single experience. So, an example, I gave the ball away more than usual today. I'm using that example a few times today. <laughs> that wasn't planned. Therefore, I am not good. I'm crap. You're labelling. In reality, you have probably had really good games. And so it might be useful if this happens to think about previous games. A useful starting point might be to ask yourself after training or after a match, what did I do well today? Maybe you could write it down. That's just a suggestion. Then you can refer to it when things are maybe not going so well. The final cognitive distortion I'm going to mention is called mental filtering. This involves paying attention to certain types of evidence. So it's selective. You're selectively choosing to attend certain bits of evidence. Maybe we focus on criticism rather than positive feedback we received previously. For example, maybe our coach critiques us or an aspect of our performance. You focus on that criticism. You go home, you think about it, you analyse it, and it just absolutely wrecks your head. Though you ignore all the other times your coach has commented positively on your performance. So your mental filtering, you're honing in on the negative aspect. There are more cognitive distortions, but I want this to be a shorter form of podcast like people asked me to do, so I don't want to make it too long. You're probably thinking now, so what? What's the point? What can I actually do? So you're telling us about these cognitive distortions. That's great. How does that help me? Now I want to chat about some things you might be able to do to address cognitive distortions, unhelpful thinking. I say might. Might here being the keyword. This is not a substitute for one-to-one psychotherapy. It's meant to be informational. Listening to people on Instagram speak about theories and cognitive distortions on Instagram is not real life. Real life is way more complex. This podcast is just meant to be informational. It's meant to maybe improve people's self-awareness. Maybe you might listen to this and then the next time you might have a negative thought, you might think, oh, maybe that's unhelpful. Suggestions. Step one, the big one, is noticing them. You have to notice them. This is the tricky part. It requires attention and practice. Self-awareness is key. In order to overcome these unhelpful thinking styles, we first need to recognize them. We need to be aware of our thoughts if we want to address them. So here's one tip. Next time your mood drops or there is a big change in how you feel, this might be a clue that you're having a negative automatic thought. Write it down. Even on your phone, I know people who do this on their phone, you won't always have access to a pen and paper, but most of us have access to our phone now. So, yeah, just write it in your phone as close to the time it occurred as possible. So, an example. My friend wasn't chatting much today. He or she must be really mad at me. This is an unhelpful thought. Write it down. Be aware of the times you're engaging in this sort of unhelpful thinking. So maybe you could start a thought diary. That might be a good first step. If you're really interested in this, you could write that thought down plus a bit of evidence. So I'll stick to my example of giving the ball away. 
So the thought you might have after training, I give the ball away today, I'm crap. Then maybe you could try and counter that thought with evidence. So the evidence you may write down was, I don't know, maybe you were man of the match last week. I scored a goal. I set up two goals in training. It's developing self-awareness. With practice, you won't need to write it down. You will be able to reframe it in your head. But self-awareness is key. So the point being that by building a bank of evidence, when we do engage in unhelpful thoughts, we first have to work on recognizing them, being aware of them, and then we build a bank of evidence when things are not going so well or when we're not feeling so good about ourselves, we have this evidence to refer to. Another suggestion, engaging in mindfulness meditation. It's not for everyone. I know it's not. There are people listening to this. I can feel it. They're rolling their eyes right now. But research shows that mindfulness can actually calm the mind and reduce rumination. Studies show that engaging in mindfulness is related to lower levels of depression and anxiety. So possibly there's something there. Maybe it might be worth a go. Don't take my word for it. Give it a go yourself. See how you feel. Notice how it impacts your mood, if it impacts your mood. So now you have it. That was a very quick overview of cognitive distortions, plus some suggestions in addressing them. The key point, if unchecked, cognitive distortions can impact our feelings. They can have a negative impact on our mood, our relationships, our behaviours. So try and catch yourself when you're overthinking. And once again, can't stress this enough. My podcast is not a substitute for psychotherapy. If you think this is a load of crap, ignore it. If you take something from it, great. Tuesday, I'm really looking forward to that. I have Nick Littlehills on my podcast, an elite sleep recovery coach. So we are recording Tuesday at 11, and I'll probably share that Wednesday. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you have a question, a comment, or you want to work with me in relation to sports psychology, drop an email to jimmy.williams at outlook.e. I'm a sports psychologist consultant. I integrate cognitive behavioral psychotherapy into my work and I offer remote one-to-one support via Zoom. So yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you learned something sound. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. If you listen on an Apple device, please consider leaving a review and a five-star rating. 